In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Ezekiel 37, verses 24 through 28, where I'll answer the question, what will God do for Israel? Ezekiel 37, verses 24 through 28 says, My servant David shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall walk in my rules and be careful to obey my statutes. They shall dwell in the land that I gave to my servant Jacob, where your fathers lived. They and their children and their children's children shall dwell there forever. And David, my servant, shall be their prince forever. I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will set them in their land and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in their midst forevermore. My dwelling place shall be with them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. Ezekiel is sharing a blessing, a prophecy of such great import for the people of Israel that it's kind of hard for us to really wrap our minds around it. You see, the Lord is promising to do for Israel what they never deserved, what they never merited, what they never really expected. He's promising to give them a king that's going to rule over them perfectly. He's promising to put them back into the land of promise that he had promised to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. He's promising to make his dwelling place there with them, which is what the people of Israel have always hoped for, yet have never really fully experienced. And this is all what God is saying that he will do for Israel. But it isn't going to happen in the way that they think. And Israel doesn't turn out to be exactly who we think it is either. So here are three thoughts from Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 24 through 28, answering the question, what will God do for Israel? Thought number one, provide a king. He's going to provide a king, and this king is going to be like King David. King David, the epitome of what a godly king is supposed to be like. But he's even going to be more David than David. He's going to be the perfect iteration of a faithful, law-abiding king. And as we believers come to the text and read it, this passage, what we see is that this king is really Jesus. This king is Christ of the lineage of David, and he is the one who will reign over the people of God forever. And that helps us to see that Israel isn't just those who are physically descended from Abraham, but Israel is representative of all of the people of God who are brought into the kingdom by faith in Christ Jesus, the king that the Lord sets over them. Thought number two, return them. The people of Israel will be returned to the land. They will be placed in that land of promise, the land that Abraham sojourned in, the land that he walked around in. And there is a partial fulfillment of this when the Israelites return from exile. But it is just a partial fulfillment. And the reason why we know it's partial is because they're not dwelling there forever. Even to this day, the people of Israel, those who are physically descended from Abraham, have to fight tooth and nail to hang onto a sliver of the portion of land that Abraham walked in. So we realize that there is a fuller fulfillment to look forward to. 
where the people of God are all gathered together to dwell in the land of promise. And this is what we look forward to in the consummation, that all of the people of God will be brought together to live in this great land of promise that the Lord had made covenants with Abraham over. Thought number three, dwell with them. The Lord is going to dwell with them. His presence is going to be there among them. And Israel has had some instances of this when the cloud surrounded the tabernacle by day and by fire at night. This was an indication of the presence of the Lord. But it seems like the presence of the Lord is going to be manifest in an even greater fashion when this prophecy is finally fulfilled that the presence of the Lord is going to be so clear, so obvious, from so many angles, that all of the nations of the world will look and say that surely God is the Lord over everything. And surely the people of Israel, those whom he is allowing to draw close, surely these are the people of God. You see, God is going to ultimately dwell with his people, and we see this same picture at the end of Revelation, where the Lord makes his dwelling place with man. This is the eschatological hope of the people of God, that we would finally and forevermore dwell in the Lord's presence. And this is precisely what Jesus accomplishes through his sacrificial death on the cross. He provides for his people, engrafting those who have faith in him into the family of God, so that whether you are born of Abraham or not, you can still be his child, through adoption brought about by the Holy Spirit. As believers, we're looking forward to the presence of God because we realize that what God fulfilled partially with Israel in the return from exile, he will fulfill perfectly in the consummation. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Ezekiel chapters 37 through 42. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.